What to do, everybody? It's your boy, Next Level Will. It's your boy, Tom O. And it's your favorite female DJ, DJ Messina, and welcome to Next Level Combo. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Next Level Convo. Dang, dang. We back, people. We back. It is your boy, Will and Tomo here today. But the lovely DJ Nina Benina is not feeling well. After a long weekend of uh, for for Valentine's Day, um, we want to wish you too much candy. (laughs) Chocolate covered strawberries. Chocolate covered strawberries. Never understood that. Why would you put something like? Go ahead, say it. Uh, No, why would you put something? Why? I don't know, but is it? Go ahead. That don't supposed to go on something like fruit is supposed to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? You gonna put healthy. chocolate? It's not chocolate. Chocolate it's is not. If it's dark chocolate, you don't like chocolate fruit? Nah, nah. You good, bro? I was trying to set you up. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> set up. Don't catch me. I'm, I'm a real nigga. <laughs> oh nah, but uh, the crazy thing that was, that was going around this weekend was the uh, you seen the little chocolate covered strawberries that have messages on them? No. It was like, man, girls out here uh, sending niggas uh, jumps. It's like best dick ever. Uh, I seen, out. I did Jones see that. Like that. I seen one, but it was white chocolate though, and it had some, I guess, so called sperm coming out the the. the oh no! Nah, wild. Watching somebody gonna retweet the jump. These niggas going out out here. Somebody gonna retweet the jump talking about something. That's all they got to offer, is it? Like two years ago, that's what y'all said it was a gift. That's right. <laughs> now they acknowledging that it's a gift, and y'all. Right, streets been fucked up since Trump left office. What's up, though, man? How, how you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling all right, man. You know, just hanging in here, man. You know, got got the good gift, got the good gift off. You know, okay, man, you, you happy this weekend? You was one of the the men that got a gift. You know, a lot of yeah, men I got get a gift, gifts. man. I got, okay. I got a nice little sentimental gift, man. I appreciate okay. it. Okay, okay. You get one. All right. <laughs> I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? You don't celebrate the white man's holiday? I don't celebrate the white man's holiday. I don't want a nigga shooting me with an L rope. You know what I'm saying? This is what they trying to teach you all. And No, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Say, like, nah, I ain't. Who the fuck I is St. Valentine anyway, I, huh? I, I, I have no Valentine's Day. I, uh, I was at work. Not an old lady told me happy Valentine's Day, which. You about to is, hit one. It's not a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? Because one of them gave me chocolates. No one tried to put a five dollar bill in uh, the you bag for me. You a freak junk. No, <laughs> not, not that day. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> oh, not boy, that day. They, they they put it in there that day. But pause. But uh, now nah, I, I was I was chilling. I was reading a good book that you um that you sent me. That, oh, that the good audio cent? book, man. Man, I, I believe um, <clears throat> that book. That? I, I I didn't even finish it. It's the Fifty Cent. It was uh, what is what's hustle the harder, hustle smarter, hustle harder, hustle smarter. Mm-hmm. I think that's the awesome book. And when you sent it to me, I was like, right, I'ma just you know skim through it, you know, you know here and there, see what Fifty talking about. But when I was at work and I actually let it play from start until the middle because I haven't finished the book and. It's a very awesome book. I really you, uh, I, I think I'm, uh, 
I'm on I'm on chapter three now. It's eight is an eight hour audio. Mm-hmm. So just you know me back and forth and everything, just listening to it. Um, I'm really trying to understand his thinking process. What did he do? How did he do it um, to get to where he's at? So uh, that's why I like rewind it, listen to it again. But it's an awesome book. I, I, so, I really uh, recommend everybody to read that book. Facts. Um, that's not the first book from him I read. I read the uh, 50th Law, too. And I was mm-hmm. the little spin on the 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. And that was a good one, too. That one, uh, that one, it was like an eye-opener thing. You know, like, where you sometimes when you be at in life, yeah, say like one little thing, like you'll read something and be like, oh, shit. So maybe if I do, if I make a left, instead of making that same right, Right, maybe things will turn out. Something to change. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, with this one, it was more so. It was really more so a self-help film, and it's not your normal self-help book. It's one of those things where you like see the person's career and the trajectory of it. Mm-hmm. Like, so what made him do this? Or yeah, why did he do that? Or why is this nigga so cold-hearted? Right, and it explains it all in each chapter. So, mm-hmm. like the one I sent you was more so like constructing. Mm-hmm. It's chapter three, constructing your crew, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it goes back to like street level. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like it brings it down. It breaks it down to street level terms, so you don't feel too lost with it. Right, and they say you're only as strong as your crew. Which exactly. is true because in business you can end up like MC Hammer. Exactly. So yeah. exactly. Yeah. I know one thing. I. I took from that book it was the, the quote it was don't fear death fear not living and i always feared that i um i always feared in that experience life so hearing him say that it was like an eye opener like damn he think that or he he said that so i'm like damn i be thinking that all the time hmm. like not to live like to go to work every day and don't experience anything else it's like probably like the most home, work, home, yeah. work home. And if nobody know who you are, just as not just you, but just as the person, like who is Tomo, who is Will, you know, but if you just come in, going to work, like you said, and coming home, it's like, you're not experiencing anything. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. And I, and I, I really like that, um, that quote right there. He said a lot more things in there. I just advise people to go, advise people to go and read that book. So that, uh, that's you that. said something there, and I want to ask you that. What do you mean mm-hmm. not knowing you? When you say people not knowing you, what do you mean? Um, well, I, I, I see that a lot, and I just see it with, like, people that I know. And me per, me personally, like, not knowing you mean, like, what do you have to offer the world? Mm. You know, um, I know I have a gift to offer the world, but nobody knows it yet because I'm scared to take a risk. And the risk is a big thing that, like, just stepping out of my comfort zone. What's that gift? He, he, the gift is just to brighten people' day to to make the world know that. How, how not, can I? How, not as, it's not as bad as it seems, or just keep nah, just because I'm. I always sit here and say, I can change the world. <laughs> Turned into Tiger Woods. No, really, I sit man. Here be, today. Because. <laughs> I really sit here, bro, and, and say to myself, probably every time I get off of work, like, I can change the world some way, somehow. Don't know how, but I know just my character, uh, my um, 
how can I say enthusiastic? Is that how you, is that how it is? Mm-hmm. Enthusiasm, enthusiastic. Enthusiasm. Just the the things that with the clothing, you know, just with uh, the media speaking to someone, making them feel like uh, everything is not as bad as you think it is. You know, just a motivational speaker. I just feel like I can do them things at work. I give these people this this pep thing. Talk. It's like it's a pep talk. Like, look, this is what we need to do. You got it. Don't be scared to jump on this register. It's all right, blah, blah. And the next day I see them, they got their swag. And I've been doing that my whole entire time as my So you so you my career. Be a next level life coach. I, I, I would I would like that. I, I think I can do that. You know, I just I learned a little bit more. Life coach. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just need to learn a little bit more about you life. You know who could be uh, a life coach? Who? Cam. That nigga Cam. What's funny is that you and Cam didn't have no game. Like, first no of all, game. first of all, first right. of all, brother, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold I ain't on. need the game. You know what I'm saying? The game came to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they came to me. It's like, nah. funny, man. Y'all had no game. And just to see the progression of, like, what certain people come into your life and do. Yeah. Like, you got to look at it like that, right? Yeah. Like, you, you really do meet people for a reason. It was the reason, season. But you got to find the purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes you don't find that purpose while you're actually dealing with them, like a relationship. Like, now I see why, oh, shit, man, I might have just had a breakthrough. Now I see why women say just talking to somebody is a form of cheating because you're actually building a relationship regardless of if it's just platonic or mm-hmm. just intimate. Mm-hmm. So when them people show up, they, they're here to teach you something. It's either you... It's either you taking something from them or they taking something from you, but it has to be a, a learning thing. Yeah. It has to be a lesson there, period. Right. Because if it's no lesson there, then it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it also, uh, think about like a homeless person, right? Some people say they would never sit there and talk to a homeless person because it's like, what the fuck can you give me? Like, what can you show me? And in all nationality, they can show you what not to do. Right. Because they got there. So it's like, look, this is all the shit I did. This is how arrogant I was, blah, blah, blah. These are the people right. I said, fuck you. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. And now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Take my failures. Mm-hmm. And learn from them. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, I actually had uh, someone tell me that uh, I was controlling for doing that in a relationship. We're telling them what I have been through just growing up. Mm-hmm. And trying to give them the right, put point them in the right path. Someone told me I was controlling. No, like I, I don't see I see that. I, I I got that too until I went to uh, therapy. For real? And they, yeah, and then they broke it down to me. It was like okay. Sometimes, uh, sometimes in life, when was it was it your was it your yeah yeah girl yeah. at the time yeah so, yeah in those situations like it seems like you're always trying to be a constant teacher. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And in all mm-hmm. situations, some people just don't want to be taught. Like, you just got to let them fail or you just got to let them go through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But coming from, I being the people that we are, because you yeah. just said it, and that example was perfect. And being the people that we are, it's like, nah, if I fail, I don't need right. you to fail too. Exactly. Like, no, don't do that. All right, right, right. And it, it's a form of controlling. Like it, it's it's some deep mental shit. But when they said mm. that, I was like, I didn't even look at it like that. But I was like, thank you. Yeah. 
So now you can go fall off a cliff and I'm gonna be like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but but how do now what do you think about if they do fail and they come to you saying, Why did you let me fail? Then that's when you then that's when you teach. Mm. It's uh it's a karate kid mentality. Wax mm-hmm. on, wax out. Wax on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, let's get to the the real shit that Meek Mill should have learned. <laughs> Dang, you said he's talking about lessons, right? Let, let, let's talk about the lessons that um, I got Meek Mill should have learned, and that's just to keep your mouth shut, my guy. You get what I'm saying? Stay, stay mm-hmm. out of people' business. Uh, stop talking about things that you don't know about. Um, just leave it alone. He's getting embarrassed everywhere when it comes to just minding other people's business. Or just trying to be a, what Nori say? What's the Nori song? He's trying to be a super thug. It's like, bro, you don't have to. Or he's trying to be Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all that. It's like, bro. Yeah. He suffered from what we were just talking about. Always trying to teach. Teach, yeah. Yeah. Sit your ass down somewhere. Right. So what what you talking about? What happened? What do you do? So I, I believe it was the day before Valentine's Day, which everybody was criticizing. I hope it like was. Slim. They're like, Slim, why are you arguing with a nigga named 6 9 that snitched and on uh, before Valentine's Day? You supposed to be with a bad bitch somewhere. That, you get what I'm saying? Nine, what, you know what I'm saying? What, which is absolutely true. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know what really happened that day. You get what I'm saying? Now, mm. everybody's saying that... Uh, Six nine was just waiting for him outside of his of the club. So they wasn't they wasn't in the club together. That's what's the word going around. Word on the street is he wasn't even in the in the same uh building. He was just waiting for him. Now what a lot of people are saying, why is six nine waiting for Meek Mill? You know, why is he not doing uh things to little Dirk or whoever else he had beef with? Who knows? But I know that he seemed like he pressed Meek Mill, but that's what everybody's saying. Um, I'm going to play the clip for everybody so they can hear. So everybody can hear. (laughs) Shut up. Now, Tomo, you have said every security guard was an ex-police officer, okay? That And also, who else better to tell you who's police and who's not? He spattered them niggas from the pocket like, that nigga's a police. You was in now, the <laughs> with me, nigga, I know that. Now, the question is, Tomo, <clears throat> was Meek Mill right for how he played this whole situation, or did he go out like a sucker? All right, so I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you the criticism that I received, and I'm gonna give you my thought on it, right? Mm-hmm. So the criticism that I received was that Meek did the right thing because because he wasn't uh he wasn't living for the street standards, right? right. He did the right thing because he was on probation and the niggas a rat, blah blah blah, right? My perspective on it, or my my feelings about this situation is from the beginning, Meek has been trying to be this super I don't know, uh, let's say super thug slash mm-hmm. super motivator slash from the streets. I, 
I yeah. don't know. The nigga's starting to act like T.I. Like, every day he says something <laughs> crazy and you just right. like, me shut the fuck up. Right. right? So, from the beginning when 6ix9ine did the hot shit, the mm-hmm. whole industry responded. Everybody was like, look, bro, we not dealing with the nigga. He's hot. It's fucked up. Boom. This nigga Meek goes on to a, like a different level of we should have never had this nigga in hip hop. Uh, we should blah, blah, blah. Like, the nigga... Uh, the nigga's greenlit. Uh, he's fucking with academics. Like, mm-hmm. why Meek and academics is beefing is because of a little bit of that, too. Uh, yeah. And it's like, bruh, when you seen a nigga, you spit on him, right? Mm-hmm. You said you was going to do this, that, and the third if you ever seen him in person. Knowing that right. this nigga's hot. Knowing that if you do anything to him, you going back to jail. Right. Boom. You put it in the universe. God put him in your face. Here Facts. you go. And what's the first thing Meek said? Oh, he's trying to send me back to jail. Duh, nigga, you was talking crazy. And no, the only one that acknowledges this dude. Hold on, my bad. And he the no. only one that acknowledges him to this day. Like, Dirk could say this, that, and the third in a rap. Yeah. But as far as, like, clubhouse, social media-wise, like, Meek still is giving this man, he's putting oxygen into the fire. Like, exactly. Exactly. Now, do, do you do you think, do you think uh, Meek should have put hands on him? How do you, how do you say, he's trying to put me in jail if you fight? That these are the things that I just wanted to know when I was listening to the whole thing and seeing it, and he's continuously it's, saying he's trying to put if you me don't in jail. somebody else somebody should have somebody else in your crew should have. That's the whole back thing we talking about earlier, right? Constructing your crew, right? Somebody else should have did it, right? What are you around for if you're not gonna? Because I'm the money maker. If I'm me, I'm the money maker. So mm-hmm. the same thing went for uh. Who, who who else have been in a situation where they had to handle something instead of their entourage or their security? I, I, I don't uh, know. Shit, we can go down the list. Um, the right. Young Buck situation. We got um, that. Ray, Ray Lewis. Okay, we got that. Now, we got to um, think about this shit. Why do Meek Mill uh, sit back and analyze who he got his crew? Hell, we can free tax on. That's another one. See? And it, it, it's just like, okay, Meek was wrong and right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Meek should have had his people do something. But Meek, you need to stop putting your two cents into everything that happened in the industry. If if, right. if, it's, if it's something that happened that didn't pertain you, don't speak on it. That's you did the this whole shit. super... Super, super thug. Yeah, you did the shit with Drake. It that that's not anything. If he write, if he ghostwriting, that's his business. Mm-hmm. It's not putting no money in your pocket. He blamed drugs on that one. Come on now, Meek has to stop what he's doing. Now I'm not the type of person that just have an opinion on everybody's life or anything, but I do see like dog. If I wouldn't do it. I don't think a nigga that's really you know, out here claiming he's a thug, blah, blah, blah. He's a street dude, blah, blah. Shouldn't be doing it also. If you've seen them, and then you were popping all crazy. You get what I'm saying? You can read the tweets. People, you know, people put mash up the shit Meek Mill said about 6 9 on the internet and had endless tweets. Yeah, he's a hot nigga, blah, blah, blah. He shouldn't, he shouldn't, they let him out. They don't let Bobby understand that. Cool. But if you see the nigga do something, because now you look like a coward. You telling him he's a pussy, but you ain't proving it. Come on, my guy. First of all, it's a lose-lose situation <clears throat> when you're dealing with somebody like that. Like, whatever you say about him is 100% true. 
Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do to him because of that backing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. So it serves you no purpose to even acknowledge it. Exactly. Like, exactly. please do not play that little boy in the club because we do not listen to rats. Like, of course, everybody know who the bar was for, but it can right. be for anybody. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. what's the joint on Pop Smoke? I gave him 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... You heard what Son said? Son in the joint was like, what? Like, right. nothing I can do to the nigga. Like, if I smack him, he gonna tell on me. Right. And and then you gotta understand this troll, um, six hostages, I call the nigga troll. So, Kazi 69 is a troll. So, mm. the first thing he did, and if you analyze that video, because, you know, I, I put up the post on the blog site, Next Level Convo, everybody follow that's listening, okay, on Instagram. If you look at the video, he's doing everything with his phone, and then to, at the end, his last thing, he ran to the car. It wasn't no more smoke after he said that last thing and said that uh, that poo sicey, sicey, how do you say his name? Oh, um, his, no his, oh, I got my fire on me in the club. Yeah. I don't need security. After he said Big that, brother. and then he, he walked off, looked at his phone, hit stop. You know what was going on there. As the shit going on, how did that, after it happened, it was uploaded because he needs to be uh, talked about in the industry again. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Meek, Meek Mill, you see, he, he took his perfect opportunity. I'm yep. going to start something with Meek Mill. Meek Mill is someone that people look up to or listen to. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go at him. Now, let's let's understand this. Do you think he would have did that to any other rapper? Who if, uh, six nine? Six nine. Well, nah. he had done that to 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 a, a Rick Ross, to a Little Dirt. Nah. To a Boosie. Especially not Dirk. Like right now in the time we in, with the way Dirk losing people and that whole King Bond, like the way Six Nine been going at King Bond and just calling Dirk a weenie because he ain't respond yet. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think I don't think that would have played out good for him. Right, right. And uh, to also let me uh, let me acknowledge something I said earlier too. When we was like somebody in this crew should have did something. No, nobody in this crew shouldn't have did nothing. The security guard should have handled that because again, if you my niggas, I don't want y'all to go down for fucking with this dumb nigga. You get what I'm saying? And right. I got security out there. Security need to handle that. Right, right. Right, that nigga should have been no. He shouldn't even been within. He was he. He shouldn't have been within and, social distancing entirely too close of me. You get what I'm saying? For me to mm-hmm. even spit on the nigga, he was too close. You get what I'm saying? He spit on him. So, that's what they saying. They're saying I don't he think spit he spit. On. I think he was just talking and the shit was flying. I don't think he actually. Spit. I don't know, man. Look, somebody was saying it was. It, he was too close anyway. I shouldn't have been. That yeah. nigga phone shouldn't have been right here. You get what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, but uh, I wanted to play this clip though. Mm-hmm. From the uh, late great Nipsey about the whole situation. Let me know if you can hear it. You mm-hmm. gotta be more. You can't. You can't even really get on Takashi. You got to demand more from the public because you got people that are reacting to how the public reacting to Takashi disrespecting them. Yeah, yeah. Follow what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So like, it, it, like got I gotta, do. I gotta put the put a red light on. You know, or people are trip yeah. for real. And it's like somebody be sitting home looking at their timeline. Reacting to what Takashi said about them, they might feel pressure to go do something. But it's like the public should not even react to clown shit. Yeah. You feel me? We shouldn't even. It, it should. The public should follow the real niggas. The yeah. real niggas ain't reacting, so y'all don't react. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So he react. So now that you reacted, mm-hmm. you're part of the clown show. 
Mm-hmm. So act up when the circus shows up. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When the circus come to town, you gotta show off, man. Right, right. Man, rest in peace to Nipsey, man. Yeah, like that rest was. In peace. I think that was one of the few uh, interviews he did before he passed away. Yeah, it had to be because he was talking about that. He was acknowledging that while right, he was... right. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy now. Uh, before we get off the topic, we want to go into what Wack One Hundred said about Meek Mill. I think it, it rolls right into the, it it's rolls. about that that gang banging culture. It, right? it, it, yeah, like, <laughs> right. It rolls right up. into that. Like, be quiet. Like now, I did not like everyone coming at the OG saying that he need to stay out of things. But at at the end of the day, man, that's what he, he jump in situations like this though. Be, because absolutely right. That now, needs I'm to just be saying OGs for the listeners. That need that needed to be said at that moment. You, you said it too. You around here saying you're gonna do A, B, C, D, but you ain't did nothing. You ain't do nothing. You had the perfect opportunity. And so, what if I'm gonna uh, be in a situation? It's 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 a respect thing. In my book, and this is what I lived on. It's a respect thing. I don't give a fuck what's my consequences. But if a nigga talking crazy to me, and I see what's up with him. And I'm dead right there in front of him. I'm not talking about no police. I'm not saying anything else. It's either, what's up, homie? Or, man, leave that shit alone. That's in that zone. And I feel like that's what Wack was saying. Now, I hate the internet because it's always these people that got to <laughs> say something. Oh, he need to shut up. He need to do this. No, we need that. We need more people like that. You get what I'm saying? And in most situations uh, like that, where Wack says something... I, I respect it because he picked up the phone and said the right thing. Um, we'll, we'll probably touch on this later with people talking what the internet was upset about Boosie. Where I tweeted it too. Where it was like a uh, conversation qualifies, right? Mm-hmm. Because I had, I had, I was on Clubhouse randomly because uh, I've been on a hiatus, mm-hmm. and I was hearing uh, people talking about uh, Cardi B talking to the government. Mm-hmm. you know, the whole political thing. They was like, we don't think she qualified to talk to them. And someone came up and was like, who is qualified? How do you determine if someone's qualified or not to talk about something? Right. Because of, i.e., where they're from, their stature, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just their level of intelligence to you. Yeah. And where we, where we come from, where we come to, and this society of the internet is everybody's qualified to have a conversation with someone because social media is right there. Mm-hmm. And all that, shut the fuck up. He need to be quiet. He need to mind his business. You're commenting on something that someone else is commenting on. So right. Who really needs to mind their business? Right. You know, it's some things I see like this. Like when I seen the video, it was one of them things where I was like, bro, I don't even care about it. I don't care. And Hold then on, when I got hundred or Meek Mill and nah, me. that. Okay, six nine. I was like, I don't really care. That's what six nine gonna do. He gonna be six nine. Like, he gonna be a troll. Exactly. The nigga got a troll everywhere but New York. Like that's <laughs> not here, no idea. So it was like I don't even care. Like I don't give it no. I don't give it none of my energy. Then when I started getting online and I started seeing people talk about it more and more, you be like, bro, why do y'all even care? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. When, you, when you start to poke into that, you end up becoming, like I said earlier, part of the circus. Yeah. And you'd be like, so then it makes you want to do more homework on it. So I did more homework on it. I was like, well, Meek was the only nigga that kind of like kept pressing this nigga, but like pressing the issue when everybody else was like, bro, we don't give a fuck. 
Nigga, mm-hmm. we walk away. Right. He kept pressing it. So it's like, all right, so nigga, you kept pressing it. He's here. Press him. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, there's nothing else to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I also brought up with tax the tax situation. Mm-hmm. The whole Troy Yad thing. Like, bro, you keep bullying somebody. At some point, something's going to happen. Right. When, when you make statements or, like 50 Cent said, and I think this is just a common thing where they're like, Look, nigga, I'm tired of looking for you. I'm gonna spray your mama crazy yeah, that your ass for me. Right, right, right. That shit, like, it's gonna happen. You keep throwing it out there. Yeah, something's you gonna po- come back your way. What's the saying? You poking the bear or something like that? Yeah, that's it. You poking yeah. the bear. So both yeah. you poke, you poke Junior Bear. I ain't gonna say yeah. he's a bear, but you, <laughs> well, in the social media world, he's a bear. Right. You kept poking at him. Boom. It's gonna happen. Also. Right. You gotta remember that this nigga six nine is a fucking marketing genius, mm-hmm. and some people don't know this, but he got a series coming out on Showtime mm-hmm. on the twenty first about his whole career. Right, more promotion for the series now. Right, fucking with me, so boom, I was mm-hmm. go crazy. Mm-hmm. His whole career, like I told you, he had the joint on Hulu, the documentary. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't his, but somebody did a documentary on him. And right. by watching that, you see that son, he fiends for attention. Like all the day. money and all that don't mean shit to him. It's the attention that drives him. So he gonna do whatever he has to do to get them views up. Right. And you gotta like sometimes I don't know, man. It's just it's it's stressful because you feel like what we doing is being as being part of media. It's like, do you really wanna continue to do this shit because this is what comes with it? Mm-hmm. Like the overall factor of like, bro, I just gotta always be. I always gotta have an opinion on something, but I also gotta be ready to defend my opinion when right. it's my opinion. I, don't, I shouldn't right. give a fuck about how you feel about it. Right. I feel like everything. Just I think I think just just error is weird. I think this whole era, the technology, the social media era, is weird. Uh, but another thing that I feel like was weird though, bro. And this just, you know, getting off that that topic, but then speaking of OGs, is people keep jumping down Boosie throat pause um, <laughs> about his comments. Now, you know, I'm glad that we can have these actual conversations on here because a lot of people do feel probably the same way that me and you feel. So the other day he was on Vlad TV and they were speaking about Lori Harvey, Harvey which is Steve Harvey's daughter. Right, and that's right, right. And they know stepdaughter, stepdaughter, stepdaughter. Okay, cool. And he spoke about that they need to stop glorifying or saying goals when um she does something or sleep with a, a or being with a with multiple men in the industry. And for the fact that once again these internet people is having all of this stuff to say about it, it's like it's kind of like irritating. It'd be irritating me when I po- have the post on the page. And then I get the comments like, he this, he need to stay out of people's business. No, we need to stop. We need these things. We need these people to, to say these things. Do you feel like stop he was wrong? The question. No, I don't feel like he was wrong because somebody, that's what I was saying about the whack thing, right? So it ties, the conversation's tying itself together because stop asking these people questions. Right. Obviously, someone's asking them questions because they want to hear what I just say, their opinion on something, right? Right. It's his opinion. I heard the video. I yeah. think he's right. You know what I'm right. saying? Where it's right. not, 
I don't think it's more so like her sleeping with seven or six dudes, like whatever. It's, that's her life, like you feel yeah, me? yeah. It's more of the you want you want that relationship when in all national most people say the relationship is fake. Yeah, they think it's a publicity stunt, right? So y'all think by her taking seven dings in three months, it goes. It's weird because you right. really don't live like that. Like right, if right. I ask you that same question, you are gonna say nah, that ain't me. But yeah, that's cool that she do it. Yeah. So it's like, what's your principles? Like, do you right. even have principles? Do you have right. morals? Like, right. What's your idea of how you want to live? Boosie is someone that they asked me in the comments, will I take uh, relationship advice from? And I said yes. Outside, like them ball morning. All right. So we're going to jump into the topic. Anyone that want to uh, comment, comment below. Okay, so the topic is uh, when a man is dealing with two women, he'll always stay with the one who has a weak mind. The weak minded one will think that she won because she's with him the whole time. He's wishing he was with the strong woman, but he's scared to be with the strong woman because he's weak, too. Damn, whoever tweeted that, I'd like to see what the retweets and the likes look like on that one. That 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 that's it's kind of like a I I feel like I would. <laughs> let me let me let me read some of the comments that people left on the page, man. Let me see, man, what we got here. We got we got the good brother, uh, Sonny M. Hoffa. He said he may not be weak, but literally can't decide which one to choose. Mm. Okay, that's that's a good one. I, I, like, I like that one. Yeah, then we got Gualate. I'm gonna read some. I don't think too many women responded to this one. But yeah. <laughs> this other ain't killing me till I'm picking out people. So then we got Gualate. He was like, not even he choose who he wanted to be with. Women always trying to spin some <laughs> Women always trying to spin some shit. Since you didn't make the cut, you should apply more pressure. That nigga from South Beach, he got me. <laughs> nah, man, that's Tay, man. Oh, 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 like, oh, hey, bro. Hey. oh yeah. Hey. That's a good uptown, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey. She should apply more pressure. You want to get in the game, don't you? Apply more pressure. <laughs> and he's saying that for the weak woman? He just talking about uh, both. Just, just both. Okay. Yeah. Said okay. In general. Okay. Then we got then we got low boogie. Low boogie. My bad. Damn. No boogie. Onyx moment. Low boogie. <laughs> she was like, honestly, everyone in every situation is different. Mm-hmm. Good one. Good one. Good one. And let me see who else we got here. Okay. We're going to go with Kiss My Grits. She said, I think it's more that they know they can't do the shit with the other one. Mm. One, so they hit they, home. Oh, then they, uh, they, damn, they having a moment. All right, y'all, I can't read. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that I can't read. It's y'all. It's y'all. It's not me. It's y'all. <laughs> she was basically saying that, uh, that you could do more shit with the weak-minded one. That you can get away with more shit with yeah. the weak-minded one than you can with the strong-minded one. Right. See, kiss my grits. She must put sugar on her grits. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, all right, so I'm gonna give my 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 comment. Oh um, hey, Johnny Gill, you gonna tell us or you gonna keep saying my 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 <laughs> nah, cause it's kind of, that's that's tricky though because me personally I think I I've been in situations like that, but I don't think I've ever been with the weak minded one because I'm weak. What's weak minded to us though? That's what we gotta think about. I think all right, so let's 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 give him a scenario. <laughs> yeah, let's break let's it down. With, let's go with baby boy. We can okay. use Jody as an Let's go. So I'm Jody, you bet. I stole my car, Jody. <laughs> Since you wanna be funny. 
So in this situation, some would say Yvette would be the strong-minded one. And okay. what's the one? What's her name? Uh, her name, Cookie. No, her name, um... Sweet Pea? Sweet Pea, the homie. His other baby. Uh, baby yeah, okay. number two. Baby number two. would say she would be the weak-minded one. You get what I'm saying? And in this situation, they would say Jody is weak-minded because he has no car, he has no house. No okay, yet. okay. And the things that most people would say will make you a strong-minded person or make strong decisions. Mm-hmm. In the end, this might have been a horrible example then because he chose Yvette. The strong-minded one. So we already, we already, we won up. Okay. Now, let's go through that whole story. Mm. He had to go through situations to get to that strong-minded woman. You understand or, where I'm coming from? Or ensure that she's the, uh, she was the right one. Or she was the right one. Mm. Now, let's um, name two of those situations right quick. So we'll, uh, what's the two you took from it and I'm going to give to? The two I took that I knew that she was the one is, is that what you're saying mm-hmm. um that she was the right choice she put up with a lot of bullshit with him and that's just going off personal spring so i'm gonna talk i'm always going to be personal so with the with the uh the didn't he like hit her he like, that was after she was uh that's after she called him with the, doing the wild shit with the co-worker but she still she still was willing to stay after all of that mm-hmm. okay that co-worker situation <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was uh, another thing that ensured that she was like, she gonna, she will put up with all of this bullshit and she will still stay. I'm going to go ahead and stay with her. And I think she was just trying to show him how to grow up. All right. So that was uh, one of the, that was one of the two. The other one was when she was still talking to that nigga from jail. Mm. Like, mm. That was a, that was a learning lesson for him to be like, oh, so you do have options. Yeah. It, it was that all right, I'm gonna let you have the second one I'm gonna change mine it was that and the conversation he had with his mother when she was uh, I think she was sitting out in the garden or something she was having a hard to heart with him you know she had like a million of those yeah and basically like she gotta have a life too man and you holding her back mm-hmm. so I think it was those two so to answer the question if you are a weak minded person you probably need strong women around you to help you navigate with yeah. you I agree with what Guala was saying. I agree with everything with Tay was saying too, because it's like, bro, if you really thought you was the one, you should apply more pressure. Right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we always in constant competition. Right. So, right. Check bow, man. Like, yeah. yeah. And but and my my thing is, I I wouldn't want to be with anybody that's weak minded. Just the simple fact of the things that can occur with a weak minded person. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, if you're so weak minded, that means that you will probably cheat on them. You know what I'm saying? I probably can't be with him, but I can definitely have a situation ship. Yeah. Yeah. Being with, being with a weak-minded person and then you are a strong-minded person, it, it wouldn't balance out in my book. You would get bored at some point? At some point, because now we got to look at what the strong-minded person is trying to bring to the table that the weak-minded, it don't even know what's going on. Elaborate on that. Um, let's talk about things like let's let's talk about a strong-minded person trying to talk about credit. Hey, I'm trying to do this and trying to I'm trying to build this and look for the future of getting uh, a, a home in the next five years. You get what I'm saying? Two years. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I turn up. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? I'm just trying to fuck these bitches. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, you're some other shit. You, <laughs> you might... <laughs> You might need to indulge. No, you know I'm just saying? like I'm. I'm like shout um, out to them, man. Yeah, let's give them a quick job. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. <laughs> they, they, they have sentiment moments like that. <laughs> to y'all and everything y'all bring to the culture. What's a What's another way that a strong man, a strong minded person, could just be really thinking about the future? And would, uh, this weak minded person is just thinking for right now, and that's a that's a big problem with weak minded and strong minded people. We got another per- we got another couple we can throw out there, man. I hate to say it, but I don't. I mean, some people will say it. Um, Ci and Tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, now, elaborate whole, on that one, brother, man. Their whole situation. Remember when they was uh when it was on the show, and he was like, "But but were you at odds though?" Yeah. Yeah, and she was like their whole back and forth. Some people would say she's weak minded to stay with him, and in mm-hmm. his head because he used big words and shit, he think he's strong minded. Right, right. So that's another that's another situation. Um, we could throw out one more scenario just for the listeners, and this might upset some people. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh, I feel a beehive. But would you consider them two to be two strong minded people? Probably now. In the beginning, probably no. I just think because Beyonce wasn't, uh, I'm not going, I, I can't really say that. It's just me from the outside looking in. Beyonce was younger than Jay-Z. Jay-Z was already establishing his name and his business. So he was already in the right path. Now, when Beyonce came out, it was Destiny Child. So she probably had an idea of what she wanted to do, but wasn't, uh, didn't put the blueprint out yet for. No pun intended. What, yeah. <laughs> oh, what she wanted to to do? If she wanted to lead the group, if she wanted to go solo, whatever. Jay Z, and on the other hand, he already had Rock Nation. You get what I'm saying? He he had himself established. He he put in that. The, the, he had the groundwork already done. So now he was just building up. So at the moment, I would say uh, Jay Z was the strong-minded person, and she was the weak-minded one. Okay, so let me uh let me let me uh speak for the ladies here when they say so he had to be weak minded when he cheated on her. Mm. Do you consider that being weak minded? Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. we can we can dive into a whole nother topic here. You 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 think cheating is being weak minded? Just for the listeners, yeah. I just want I yeah. just want them to yeah. understand. Yeah, I'll okay. say that. Yeah, okay. Wait, 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 talk your, talk your shit. Talk your <laughs> shit, my nigga. This ain't, no, this ain't no red table talk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Where my glasses at? I need my say, wine real quick. It feels like entanglement. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it is. Because uh, it's more of, like you said, going off of your definition and going off of what I'm saying. So it's in the moment. You're not thinking yeah. what you're, you're not thinking of the full picture. You're just thinking right, right now. Right. And, that's and let's be real. Men think what our pain is. That's, you get what I'm saying? We going. Hey, but if you if you pop a gas station pill, then you're not really weak-minded. Hey. You know what I mean? Shout out to, <laughs> man, look, man. If we had ass, that would have been great. If we had ass, that would have been great. Like, they'd have been. Like, Blue Chew or one of them, they would have been like, oh, my God. But anyway. But, yeah, in that yeah. moment, it's definitely uh, for men and women. But I can only speak on my, on my personal situations. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. weak-minded because it was more of an ego thing. And your ego okay. really just uh, – I heard this from somebody. It was like ego really stands for edging God out. Mm. Okay, talk your shit, my nigga. Look, man. Look, man. Somebody got to feel the time. <laughs> 
but uh so yeah it's just you uh you getting in your own way because of your ego it's like something mm-hmm. you gotta prove to yourself and it's like right that's it and then when you then when you done with it you be like i ain't proved nothing right so right i was just because a strong-minded person is is able to say no right and for those who don't understand it use these lyrics how you say faithful in a room full of hoes mm. how you say hopeful in a room full of no's Kanye wasn't as crazy as y'all thought he was. Facts. Do you consider, uh, do you consider, I think that fall under the same category as cheating, temptation. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, can, we can say that. Temptation. Uh, falling is, for yeah. temptation. Falling for temptation. Yes, yes, you're absolutely falling. right. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And me, personally, and I, I'm always the left fielder, but uh, at this moment, yes, uh, anything dealing with, uh, like, cheating, uh, like once again, falling for temptation. Uh, anything that you know that you wouldn't want your spouse to do. I uh, do you feel it, it's women more weak minded than men, or men more weak minded than women? Um, that's tough. That's tough. Going off a uh, instant reaction. Yeah. No. Okay. When you break it down, still no. Mm-hmm. Because it's tough. Uh, they, man, you gotta. I hate when we gotta use examples for some for like strict, like straight. Right. But think about it. How many times a day, like when you talk to women, right? And then mm-hmm. I get approached nine million times a day, and I say no nine million and nine million times a day. But it's always one person they always mm-hmm. like. Right. It's like a constant chipping, so you gotta keep mm-hmm. chipping at it before they break in. Yeah. That old lady said, "Happy Valentine's Day!" And brought you chocolate. She was ready to jump over the counter. Hey, you know what it is. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm gonna say, nah, they, uh, they not. They, I mean, they are strong-minded. They women are more strong-minded more, than men. Yeah, more. Yep. Okay. Say? Uh, same thing. Ain't nothing you saying today is not a lie, my guy. <laughs> Bars. You get what I'm saying? Call it episode preaching. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've been spitting straight facts all day, all episode. Yeah. Uh, men, like, once again, my thing is also, and that's just me personally, men do not think before they act. That just... Uh, Which is crazy, man. You know, and you're so and logical. Yeah. So strategic with you. I think it's when you bring in the temptation part. I think yeah. everything else. Everything else is all right, but temptation, when we see something, you said it the best. It's an ego thing. I, you get what I'm saying? I, I need that. You get what I'm saying? I want to see if I can get that. Now it become a game. You get what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Now it become a, a, cat and, yeah. a cat and mouse game. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? We're going to do this thing today on this episode. You get what I'm saying? We're going gonna to let them know how it really is in the, in the man's uh, world. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a competition. With women, I don't see it's more of a competition. It's, we just, like I said, it's a cat and mouse. You don't think so? I think so. You think it's a competition? Do you I really see, think, I think females so. I in their group it. chat be saying, girl, I think I can. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay. Even in, per- okay. No, in person. See, I work in an office building. So anybody that works in an office building, fellas, you gonna be like, bro, this nigga really talking that talk. So like, yeah. if you ever been around, because it's a mixture of people. So mm-hmm. if it's like somebody in the office that has a little thing for somebody, and then you see like, a, like two homegirls they can be from complete different uh, spectrums yes. of the world. Side of the world. Brings them together. Happy hours, you know, casual conversations bring them together. But a dude will come in, right? 
mm-hmm. and you could just see how they operate around each other anytime this dude comes around like little comments that start coming out some little arrows a little mm-hmm. extra preppy good mornings like little shit yeah. like that yeah and that's their version of competition it's more like you ain't like him till i like him yeah and now that i know that you like him because i like him watch what i do mm-hmm. so this shit is that's when they get strategic and it's crazy. Like everything else in life, they like whatever free fall. Right. But when it comes right. to like love and raising their kids, they on. All right. So going on to that now, you know we can, we can go on and on and on and on about this stuff. But I really wanted to ask this this question. This was was it was going to be the topic, but we changed it. Tomo is can do this phrase mean anything to you? Right person, wrong time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I really I really. Where did that know come if, from, bro? Like, what was you what was you thinking about? Previous relationship. Hmm. Sitting back thinking, I, I sit back and think. I daydream a lot, and sometimes I daydream about how my previous relationships went, or uh, you know, what kind of Lamborghini I'm gonna have. Anything, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So Lamborghini. Oh, when I daydreamed and I was sitting here and I was thinking about a previous relationship and that person always said I was the right person, but at the wrong time. And, it, and it, I don't know. <laughs> was I what? side nigga? Oh. At that time, though, I feel like I was a... Uh... <laughs> All right, Larry King. <laughs> At that time, no, because you know what? Let, let me let me let me tell this story. I never told this story before, you know, before the listeners. Um the reason I'm saying that because at the time, everybody, your boy Next Level Will was a um a sucker for love. Yes, yes, okay, Tom. <coughs> you know, <laughs> you drink my tea. <laughs> All right. Uh yes, your boy Next Level Will was a sucker for love. I know everybody don't go crazy. You know, sometimes it happened to the best of us. Uh, happened to Tomo five, ten times, but you know that's that's another story, hey, man. I told um, I told my story before, man. I was definitely out here singing "Neo So Sick," and that was that was an awesome song. You know, a song I sung on a voicemail, my nigga. I am disgusted at myself, Tomo. It was really great. Go ahead. I sung. Matter of fact, it wasn't a song. I left an eleven-minute voicemail, and nigga. The voicemails only last five minutes. That mean that I had to call back another you time to them. get my sh- man. Hey, oh, you was like my man, nigga. Or, uh, I left from how to be a player. I, I left Tomo a message. <laughs> I left a message that could have put me away for life. I said, "Bitch, if you give my pussy away, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> Do you understand how fucking? Listen to this, Tom. If Tomo. you give my pussy away, I'm gonna kill Do a, you. Do a bitch pussy gotta be that good? If you tell her on a voicemail. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That don't speakerphone. Every time I seen somebody look at me that around in that time, I felt like she's hurt, let them hear that <laughs> voicemail. You know that, <laughs> like. This nigga really said, Whoever I'm gonna she kill is, you. She probably like, damn, I don't got no leverage no more. You done said it to the world. <laughs> hey, bro. When I tell you, I was a sucker for love. I left a voicemail. And once again, as I analyzed the voicemails back then, 
It was five minutes, my man. That means that I had to call back another time. So what that really means is that you was on the phone for four minutes and 58 seconds. And that John said, the voicemail, <laughs> <laughs> that little message popped in. It was like, do you want to send or do you want to delete? <laughs> and it was in that moment where you should have just been like, I'm going to delete this and go on by my life. When she was like, restart. Yeah. You went from, you was like, from the top. And and I, and I can't even imagine another thing. The bitch hung up on me too. The phone, <laughs> the phone got to ring a couple of times. It went one time and it went straight to voicemail. So you know that meant something. But the reason I get into the right person at the wrong time because I felt like I was giving my all, and she could, she wasn't giving it back to me because of personal she wasn't issues. Able to. Or, or yeah, maybe she wasn't able to. And I always just sit back and wonder like. What did that mean to other people? Because my my definition to about it is like you said, she wasn't able to give me what I wanted, uh, but she wanted to. Mm-hmm. She just couldn't do it. I was the right person for her because of the love I was giving, the affection, all this other you know good things, but she couldn't give it. Mm-hmm. So I. But what's your definition of a right person, wrong time? Um, that's funny that you even brought this up because I told you I've been on like a, a fucking movie binge. So mm-hmm. the first half of the podcast, we used to watch the 50 Cent book and that made me go back and watch Batman Rises and like so much more like little shit in the movie started making sense. Yeah. And right now I had recently went back and watched the, uh, Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock stand up and he was talking mm-hmm. about that. He was like, you're never going to find your soulmate. Like everybody keeps on money going to find his soulmate. Like you mm-hmm. never find your soulmate. Like they saw listening all these things of like the reasons why like you're older she's younger mm-hmm. he's like <laughs> he's like you're a latino <laughs> she, she's a raccoon <laughs> he's, like, he's like you're a black man she's a black woman like, right 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 you're never gonna find your soulmate but uh when, when people say that right person wrong time it's like uh I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever said that. Well, I had someone say that to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say what somebody said was, he's like, I was the right person to teach them a lesson. Right. Like, I, I've definitely heard that one. Right. So, I don't know. Man, we got to get Sheena on here for that one, bro. She was <laughs> bringing spiritual stuff down like that, man. The whole soulmate thing. Um, I don't, I can't, I can't really answer that one. This is right. We got to leave this one up to the female listeners because that sounds like something they drop off all the time. Well, to all the ladies, even the fellas that uh, want to comment on that, uh, you know, drop a comment down low, you know, on the YouTube page when we put it up. So, for me, uh, I know I didn't really give a real answer to this, so I had to, like, let me let me, get my, let me gather my thoughts right quick. So, when they say right person, wrong time, I think I have had in a situation like that, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where I didn't act on it. It was uh, it was solely like how you meet a person and the conversation is just like boom. It's like God damn, bro. Yeah. You know how you like this? How you like that? Why do Why do you even know about sports the way you know about sports? You know yeah. I mean? And it was like damn. In a perfect world, not a, I ain't gonna say a perfect world because I'm living in one. Mm. Not a perfect world, but my form of a perfect world. I'll say in another world or another universe, another time, like this could have been something. You know what I'm saying? Like Erica Bobby right. playing, like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I want you in my world. 
Mm-hmm. But how can I? You know, y'all know the lyrics. I ain't want to do all that. Lyrics breakdown <laughs> coming next week. So it was one of those things, and it's just like, do you act on it? Do you act? Do you when you say do you act on it, or do you see how far it can go to see what it could have been? Mm-hmm. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When we we don't talk these people heads off enough, man. It's, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I know they sleepy. So. Well, uh, for all the listeners, the first time listeners, the last time listeners, shout out to Joe Button. Ain't no last what time that? listeners, man. Y'all better bring back. <laughs> I need some sponsors. Talking you got that. some shit you trying to sell? Hit us the fuck up, bro. Like we giving away fucking shout outs. We doing sponsorships for the free ski. Um, Y'all heard the promo from the last two ep- from the last episode where you know we linked up with our girl Pressure Co. and they dropped a negligee and you know we just trying to do little things like that. Hell, if you selling beanies, my nigga, hit us up. Right. Hey. Oh, Nina, get well, man. Nina, get well. All right. No more Valentine's Day partying for you. Okay. Back to work. Yeah. Too, much right. too much huff. <laughs> but I do though before I do go you know cause this person really hooked up someone that's close to me uh, shout out to uh, this black owned nail tech I know we th- I thrown the whole thing off but shout out to her uh, Kai Butterfly on Instagram she does nails and she's very great at doing all her nails uh, on Instagram her name is Kai Butterfly uh, hit her up. Let her know. Next level s- sent you their way. It's your boy Next Level Will. It's your boy Tom O. And we'll see y'all next episode. Y'all be safe out there. Much love.